Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jay. He's Manny. This is Yankee and the Brit Sports Talk. And today we're going to give you a preview of week 18. But before we do, Maddie, I had texted you this earlier. So all these rumors are coming about out about Stefanski and um, Baker Mayfield do not like each other. Looks like Black Monday's coming. There's going to be a lot of coaches fired. Zimmer's probably one of them. But here is my my pitch for my trade of the offseason. Stefanski had a great season as an offensive coordinator with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins had his best numbers under Stefanski. If there's that big of a problem in Cleveland, send Baker Mayfield and a second round pick to Minnesota for Kirk Cousins, and they can have Kirk Cousins and all that went with him in Stefanski, and the Vikings can save $28 million-ish next year, and with the cap going up 30 is what they're projecting. They can walk in with over $50 million in cap space with a Baker Mayfield on a fifth-year option. And if you like him, you can franchise him. You can um, extend him. And if you don't, it only costs you $18 million and you got out of Kirk Cousins' contract. Yeah, really, it saved you $10 million is, is, is what it would. Well, it, no, because it Kirk do. Cousins at 45 with oh, a signing shit. bonus and everything. Yeah. So it's, you know... It's mm. a big savings. It's like 26-something and some change. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. They won't do it. They, they, no, they I won't just figured I'd throw that out there. <laughs> when trades make sense for both parties, there's no way that they do it. And I don't know whether you're saying this or not, but Baker Mayfield's not a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. No, no, anyway, I'm not. I, I know that's not what you're saying. I just didn't want to put words in your mouth. Uh, but... The, Contracts, the way it looks there, I mean, is tempting. It depends if you want to blow this whole thing up because Minnesota are nearly there, but they're not anywhere near getting a Super Bowl. So it's how it's what you see is important. And in small markets, getting playoff games is really important to them. And in those bigger markets, all those perennial championship places like Green Bay, so small market, but kind of title town area. Um, that then you then you have this thing of Super Bowls is the thing. So it, defi- it depends what you see as importance. But if you want to win a Super Bowl, blow this shit up. If you're getting rid of the coach anyway, just blow the whole fucking thing up. Let the new coach come in with fifty million. If not, then you got to keep Kirk Cousins. Well, I said this before. I might even have said it to you, but I always thought it might be a little bit homerish in me. But I heard this last week, Ryan Clark. And Rex Ryan say the same thing on different shows. The Minnesota Vikings were a number two cornerback away from 11 wins. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. I mean. So I think they're crazy if they yeah. blow it up. I think you just go build on what you got, sell the fuck out, and see what you can do. Because fuck you're going to do it, you blow it up. I mean, you got mid- guys like Kendricks. He's not old, but he's not young. So what do you do with him? You just gave Harrison Smith the contract. You're going to have to re-up to Neil Hunter, which you want to, because he's like 26, 27 years old. But they, so why would you sell the farm now is my argument. But what that's just I me. Mean, you already know how I feel about it. I think they're crazy if they blow this whole yeah. thing up. Yeah, and it'll be one of those kind of – it'd be a short-term rebuild if they were doing it is the way I would look at it. I guess, like, it wouldn't be a full rebuild, but if you're going to get rid of – if you're getting out of Kirk Cousins' contract, then that, I say, instigates a rebuild. But, I mean, Baker Mayfield 
could be absolutely fantastic in Minnesota. I mean, he's not been shabby in Cleveland by any means. He's just not worth the money that he's going to be begging for. He's just not going to be worth like 40 million really, is he? So, yeah, nope. you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, he's getting surgery and I'd be surprised if he plays this week. He's getting surgery as of, he should be getting surgery today after the season ended for them against Big Ben. Well, the last thing I'll say before we run through the games is I personally think your smart move is to extend Kirk Cousins because I don't know what you think you're going to get that's better. And they're obviously not sold on Kellen Mond because they ain't even going to play him this next week. So we'll move on to Chiefs versus the Broncos. Rumors out. Fangio's going to be out after this game. And Dan Quinn is their number one target for head coach. I say the Chiefs win this game, and it's hard being a lame duck coach when you already are hearing that you're going to be fired. Yeah, I say Chiefs win as well because they're going for that number one seed. Like plenty of teams have slipped up against the uh, slipped up against the Texans, and they're not just going for the number like that. They're in. They're having to play their full team because they're going for the number two seed as well uh, to get some what's that two games home field advantage, and then it'll go through Tennessee after that. And let's like, I, I can see. then you get the AFC championship game. So there's always that small chance you still get it yeah, exactly. at the number that, two seed. So Yeah, and the Chiefs will – I think the Chiefs will come out all guns firing. And then the Browns, it's been a long and weird season for them where they've looked like they've found a recipe to win, but then they just haven't been able to do it. Very strange season for them. I don't think – I personally don't think Dan Quinn will take that job. I don't think Dan Quinn's the kind of coordinator they need anyway. I would say, like, obviously, um, this is my impassioned plea for Dan Quinn not to take the job. But I don't think he's the kind of coordinator they need. Like, they don't need a defensive head coach. That's not what they require with the way that Denver's set up, the way that their division's set up. It's the offensive coordinators that are doing the best for them, which means they'll probably come get Kellen Moore instead. Well, the only argument I have to that is, and it's a Belichickian thing, when the league goes right, Belichick goes left. When they go up, he goes down. So if you got a passing division, somehow Belichick's going to go all defense. If you got a defense division, he's going to go offense. Maybe that's what they're thinking. I think I don't think it's a bad hire for the Broncos. I know why you don't want him to go, <laughs> and that's a good transition into the next game because it's Dan Quinn and the Cowboys versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I got the Cowboys winning this game, even though the Eagles need it more than the Cowboys. Yeah, and if we can keep Dan Quinn and Callum Moore into next season by firing Mike McCarthy and making one of them the head coach, if it's Dan Quinn wants to be head coach of the Cowboys, fine. Whatever, if Callum Moore stays as offensive coordinator after that. Like, if that's the way to keep them both, then I'm okay with it. I'm picking the Cowboys for this one. Um. Yeah, the Eagles are seven-point dogs, though, which I found very strange um, on the betting lines. I, I feel like that's a harsh spread on the Eagles because they they kind of do what we are weak against, and they'll just run the ball. Like, they're, they're another kind of Arizona team where they've got that running threat. Um, but they don't have the same talent as Arizona, and they don't ultimately have the same talent as the Cowboys either. Um, I think the Cowboys will win this game and go in uh, to the playoffs having swept the NFC 6-0. and 
All right. Well, we'll stay in the NFC East with the Washington football team and the New York Giants football. The football team announced that they're going to announce their new (laughs) team logo and everything on February 2nd. I think that's is that the day that Super Bowl weekend, I believe. Yeah, it's O2. O two O two twenty two is uh okay. is the entire reason that they're that's the reason that they're doing it because it's all the twos uh okay second, and and also if you're British it's still O two O two twenty two as well which is nice so we you're the only guys who yeah. do their dates the other way around but never mind yeah uh, <laughs> um yeah Washington football team for me in this one the New York Giants just look like a bit of a shambles neither team's particularly good from what I can see, um, the Washington football team are a little less bad. They've got, they've got stuff in place. The Washington football team where the giants just kind of look like they need to just blow that shit up and start again, again. Yeah. And I personally think the football team should just keep the name, the football team, but it doesn't look like that. What I've been seeing a lot of is the red wolves. I don't like it. So if that's really what it is, I think that's awful. It's all marketing shit, isn't it? It's easier to sell Red Wolf stuff than the football team stuff, I imagine. But the Washington football team just sounds like so badass. I don't know what it is about. And it kind of sums them up quite well. I kind of like it. But uh, no, yeah, I've seen the Red Wolves everywhere. I don't understand why you wouldn't go for the Washington DCs or the presidents or just something like something to do with Washington DC, at least. Yeah, I just... I don't like the Red Wolves, but I still was a big in a big hope that Jeff Bezos was going to buy him and name him the Prime because I <laughs> thought that would have been perfect. But no luck for me. Onto the Bengals Browns. Normally, I would think like, oh, this would be a good game. Mayfield getting surgery. They're putting Chubb on a pitch count. He could have had a fucking hundred yards last night if they had just let him loose. And I know they're like, we're trying to protect them. Well, you're not trying to protect Javar, Jar, or you're not trying to protect Landry. You're not trying to protect Mayfield. You're not trying to protect Miles Garrett. Like, I, these guys are injured too. I don't get what they were doing. He could have ran for easily for 100 last night, but I end up, the Bengals win this game and they go into the playoffs on a win. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Browns are just beat up. I don't think the Bengals will want to rest anybody because of that fire. Like, if they're blowing somebody out, then Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow come off. Jet Nixon comes off in the at the end of the third quarter, of course. But I don't see them wanting to rest anything. They've got that thing that every team's looking for going into the playoffs, and that's firing the bottle, that electricity, that stuff that you want to bottle up and take with you through to the playoffs. So I wouldn't set anybody. I wouldn't lose that. Um, it's not the same as when you have playoff experience players who might be able to switch it on after a week's rest and things like that. For them, I just say play everybody and blow out the Browns. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The only way they bring them out is if they're, if it's a big lead either way in the fourth quarter, um, onto the Steelers Ravens, Ben Roethlisberger's last game. He's walking off after this game. All the team's going to rally around him, and the Ravens are still going to beat him. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I I kind of went for it's Ben Roethlisberger's last game. They're all going to rally around him. That defense gets to play against. 
the, the Ravens aren't bringing Lamar Jackson back for the sake of one game, are they? Like when they're all out? Probably not. They better not do. They better not do. But that defense with Mike Tomlin on the side. Also, shout out to Mike Tomlin for getting it done and still not having a losing season in the NFL, guaranteed. Uh, shout out to Mike Tomlin, one of our top five coaches. Um, but yeah, I, I've got the Steelers winning that one. For the pure fact of the Ravens just haven't looked good. John Hardball's made poor coaching decisions, been too aggressive. That Steelers defense is legit. They kept, I know Baker Mayfield only has one arm and two toes or whatever Skip Bayless is saying about how injured he is and that kind of stuff. He didn't look injured when he was putting his head into that defensive, uh, into that DB last night, did he? But uh, yeah, they kept him down to 137 yards, which is really small. And I think they could do the same against Tyler Huntley, uh, especially with TJ Watt going for the defensive player of the year. I think Ben has a train wreck of a last game in Baltimore. I think the Ravens would love to do nothing else but to give him a horrible last game because <laughs> that rivalry's like that. I think unless he plays all Kobe Bryant-ish in his last game, I think they're going to lose. But it's about time we stopped agreeing with each other already, so that was a good one to stop agreeing Dude, with each other. Just give that fucking ball to Najee Harris. Don't ask Big Ben to do anything. Big ben, Give Big Ben a free ride for his last game. What were they doing asking him to throw it? What was it? He threw, he threw 35 times for less than 100 yards or some ridiculous stat like that. Like It was something crazy. Yeah, the game but was anyway, awful. Yeah, it was. I I watched the highlights and gave up at halftime and just found out the score instead. Yeah, I turned it off in the fourth quarter. That's how long I stuck with that. But <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this game. Packers, Lions, Packers, walk them. And I don't even care that people are like, they're going to sit Rodgers. From what Rodgers says, he wants to play. And I still think the Jordan Love Packers with A.J. Dillon just running the rock. Even if you sit Adams, you still have some good young receivers. And I really believe that teams like the Lions, no matter how hard they fight all year, by this time of the year, they just packed it in because they know their season's over. So I thought exactly the same as you did after watching Aaron Rodgers, after reading Aaron Rodgers' interview uh, where he says, oh, I'm definitely playing. Like I'm 100% playing. And then I go to... Bet three six five and see that the Lions are only two and a half point dogs, and I'm thinking right, Vegas knows something that we don't know. Like Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. I I'm sorry, Vegas aren't making a two and a half point dog if the Lions only a two and a half point dog when they were what like two weeks ago they were 17, 17 and a half point dogs or something ridiculous is what it got up to um, against the Cardinals. Two and a half points. I'm going to take the Lions, and that's not on the spread. I'm taking the Lions to win this game. Uh, I just think bad matchup anyway for the um, – sorry. I'll say that again. Okay. I, I just think they're a semi-bad matchup for the Lions anyway, uh, uh, for the Packers anyway. I just think it kind of gets to the point where the Lions have been fighting all season, and I don't think they're going to go into Lambeau Fields see the disrespect of not playing Aaron Rodgers against them. I don't think Dan Campbell's going to let them get a free ride. A lot of those guys are going to want to come back to Detroit next year or want to go elsewhere. And this is their time to show it in Lambeau Fields against the NFC number one seed and smoke Jordan Love. 
Like, let's be real. Everybody wants to hit Jordan Love at the minute. So uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm picking the lines for that one. This might make you feel better. It's at Ford Field. Oh, shit. The Lions oh, that makes me feel game. loads worse. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. It is. It's the whole, sorry, in the UK, we put our home team first. You put them second. I get all confused. Um, but, yeah, it's at Ford Field. They don't want Jordan Love to come into their house, then, is a, is a different way of putting it. Uh, but, yeah, I've got the Lions to win that one in a very, very close game. I'm not 100% confident in it, if I'm being perfectly honest, but, you know. Well, with the Colts and the Jags, I think the Colts win this game, but what do I know? Because the Colts do Colt-like shit with Carson Wentz. But I also, the Jags are another one, another team, I'm pretty sure after the season they had, they all went in the locker room and were like, one, two, three, Cancun. Like, they were done. They're already on vacation mentally. Some of them dudes are going to have U-Hauls in the fucking parking lot, so they just go after the game. But, yeah, yeah, I think the Colts go in, win this game, and help their playoff chances. The Jags are out of this game, yeah. Blow this season up. 15-point dog, though. I'm not sure whether I'd bet (laughs) bet with the spread on this one. Uh, But, yeah, uh, Jags-Colts. I'm picking the Colts, and I'm picking... Uh, Jonathan Taylor to put a real stamp on his claim for MVP by going for mad yards, even though he won't be getting the MVP after their loss to the Raiders last week. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers getting that MVP, and if he doesn't, then it's a theft. Yeah, maybe Joe Burrow after his last couple of games, but I think Aaron Rodgers is more deserving of it. You're right. So Bears versus the Vikings in Minnesota. Um the Vikings are going to win this game because they're going to fulfill my prophecy of becoming one game short of the playoffs. Like I said, they would. So Minnesota wins this game just to fulfill my prophecy of coming one game short of the playoffs. Is Kirk Cousins back off COVID protocol? Yeah. Uh, he's just got to be symptom free and he can play. Yeah. Then. Yeah. So Vikings win this game. Bears. Same kind of thing. Like, bit of a disaster this season like even though they've had some top wins of and some good performances Justin Fields improved as he's come through the season there is a few highlights to their team but that O-line lack of weapons defense not quite living up to its stature uh, the Vikings win this game not the best season for the Bears but some highlights to pick up on for them there and two coaches who might be looking for new work on Black Monday yeah, Matt Nagy will be. I'll be surprised if he's coaching in the NFL again after the like. It's just a like. It's not that he doesn't deserve it. It's just the media hate fire that'll come if if they for any team that does hire Matt Nagy. Well, Titans Texans Titans can lock up the number one seed in the AFC. The Texans have given some people trouble. I just think the Titans are going to stick to the game plan, bust you in the mouth, run the ball. I don't think they're going to let this one slip away from them. I think they want that number one seed. I think they want King Henry back. I think Titans win this one, and I don't think there's any upset. Texans go in looking to see what to do with Deshaun Watson in the offseason. Yeah, the Texans have uh, a lot to do in the offseason. I wouldn't be surprised if their minds are already there, to be perfectly honest, saying, right, what do we do? Like, what, what the fuck do we do? Um, because they've clearly got a decent roster, a better roster than we expected them to have, because they've got wins out of the bag, and Davis Mills has looked 
fine. Like he's he's looked a perfectly serviceable quarterback in the NFL. At some points, he's looked better than that. For the Titans, they've got the game plan to beat up on those shitty teams, really, haven't they? Like that's like I was, I was surprised that they got beat by the Jets, but if you can just run the ball, that's the way to beat down on these teams that are just not good. And that's what I think they'll do against the Texans. Although I think it'll be a bit closer than some people may think, but not by a lot. All right. Well, on to the Saints Falcons. And I am not sure that I've picked a single Saints game right this year. When I pick against them, they win. When I pick them, they lose. I'm not even sure I've picked one of their games right. I'm riding with the Saints, which probably means the Falcons win. They're the two most difficult teams to pick this year, I think, the Falcons and the Saints. It's what you were saying last time. Like, who knew that the Falcons had, what, like seven wins or yeah. however much they've got? Who knew? Who, who, who knew? Apart from a Falcons fan, when you saw that graphic at the bottom of the screen, I was like, oh, yeah, shit, they have seven wins. That's mad. Yeah. Um, I've got the Saints written down here. Yeah, the Saints are going to win this game. Falcons O-line isn't good enough to keep Matt uh, Matt Ryan upright. And Matt Ryan needs a good offensive line to help him stay upright because he's not going to run about and dash about. Um, And this Saints defense is good enough to cope with Matt Ryan running about for his life. Um, I'll pick Kyle Pitts again to be a star of a game, though, because every guy has got... 1,000 yards receiving this season. First rookie tight end to ever do that. All right, Maddie. Could be Russell Wilson's last game in a Seahawks uniform. And he balled out last week. Seahawks, Cardinals. I still think the Cardinals are going to beat them because all the Seahawks have is pretty much Russell Wilson at this point. And I think everybody in Seattle knows that that era is over. The team knows that era is over. I think Pete Carroll might actually be gone too, but we'll have to wait and see. I think the Cardinals actually probably take this game pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic. It's the classic Harry Potter thing where neither Harry Potter nor Voldemort can survive while the other one lives. Uh, I feel like Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, one of them has to go, and it's up to the Seahawks which one they say is going to go. Russell Wilson's the person who's voicing the opinion, saying he wants out. I haven't heard Pete Carroll saying he wants out, so maybe you stick with the guy who wants to stay over the guy who wants to leave. From what I saw from Kyler Murray last week, he played a near-perfect game. Uh, I'd struggle to see him not replicate that against the Seahawks. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep with our Harry Potter reference. On to the Jets. And the Bills, and I'm going to pick the Bills to win, but it hurts me a little since Stefan Malfoy played for the team. Because <laughs> he's, he's treacherous. I, I get it. I get it. Malfoy was always a baddie, though, and I, I, I think you can see that from Stefan Diggs at the start. A uh, British person talking about Harry Potter doesn't get much more uh, British than this shit. Yeah, um, go for it, JK. Yeah. He used to get called Harry Potter all the time when he used to work in the pub, uh, as well as well as Seth Rogen. Uh, so, you know, uh, but yeah, the Bills versus the Jets. Um, Bills have actually got something to play for. The way that the Jets would win this game is if the Bills had nothing to play for, but the Bills have got stuff to play for. They're looking to clinch the division. Uh, Bills will win this game. For me, 
wouldn't be surprised if the Jets hung around for a while. They've they've done that. They, they're a team with juice. Robert Sola's got them playing. Same way Dan Campbell has the Lions playing. There was a lot of tension at the start of the season, but now everybody's on board. They seem to be uh, in an upward trend. Um, they nearly beat the Bucks. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Bills. It's just, I think the Bills will win this game. The way that Josh Allen's just sometimes gone, all right, fuck this. I'll win this game then and just done that. I think that's enough for the Jets. And good teams, when they have their back against the wall with for a reason to play or something to prove, usually show out. Yeah. Panthers, Bucks. I actually think this is the perfect game for the Bucks. They need a team like the Panthers. After everything that has just happened, they need to come out. They need to get a win. They need to feel good about themselves rolling into the playoffs because, well, we all know what happened last week. It was just crazy. And they're down a bunch of good players. So they need to start clicking. Like I talked about on our last podcast, run a two tight end set with Howard and Gronk. And um, T.O. came out and let it be known that he's in shape and ready to go if the Bucks need somebody. Yeah, I'm surprised Des Bryant hasn't said something like, come get me. Like, that's a total Des Bryant thing to come and do, really, isn't it? Uh, but yeah. Uh Again, difficult kind of it's it's the last week of the football season. This is where the surprises aren't surprising, but the Panthers have been dreadful for the second half of the season. They have been terrible. They've not really got anything together together at all. Um, and they managed to blow it against the Saints last week as well. They seem to have a win and just went, nope, that's all right. There you go. You guys can have it. Um the Bucs will win this game, and I wouldn't be surprised if they just wouldn't buy a lot, got everything down, and just went right onto the playoffs. This is what we've been waiting for all season. Our entire season was based on just getting to just getting to the playoffs. So let's just hammer this division rival and get into the get into the mold. Well, on to a game that I always find interesting because it's really rough for teams to go down to Miami and play in the humidity and the cold weather. Patriots, Dolphins. I still think the Patriots are going to win this game because I think they're going to run the ball. They're going to play smart. They're going to play defense. And I don't like think, again, the Dolphins don't look great. Even when they win, they don't look great usually. So that's weird for me. Um, but the Dolphins have been playing better than I thought they would at the end, towards the end of this year. What did they go on? Seven game winning streak or some shit like that. Um, yeah, I still think the Patriots inch, inch this out, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Dolphins won it. Yeah, I think the Patriots are going to win this one as well. I, I, I do, I do worry about the Patriots in that heat of Miami because it's been a couple of seasons where they've they, they've shagged it on the last like couple of weeks playing uh, Miami away, and I mean, I do worry about that. But also a lot of the times they've had nothing to play for going down to Miami when they've lost. This season they have something to play for and I think they'll be ready to go. And uh, maybe Tom Brady spent too much time in that New England that New England sort of heat, but Mac Jones has just come out of Alabama. He knows uh, what, that, <laughs> what that kind of weather's like. So he'll, uh, yeah, he'll be fine playing against Miami. And a game, onto a game that, means something for both these teams because if things fall wrong, you know, it could really hurt playoff seating and playoffs altogether. 49ers, Rams. Um, I don't 
think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play from what Ian Rappaport made it sound like he can't really grip the ball right now. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be Trey. I'm not sure that I think the 49ers would win no matter who's playing at quarterback. Um, I know at this time of the year, though, you'd rather have the guy with experience than the rookie Trey Lance when you're getting ready to go into the playoffs. But maybe Trey Lance can pull off something magical with his legs. But I got the Rams. And Matt Stafford better start getting his head out of his ass because you know how I've been feeling about how he's been playing lately after I praised him before the year. Yeah, I've got I've got the Rams as well. I although Matt Stafford's been kind of on a downward trend in the first half, it's then in the second half he's absolutely incredible. So I think as a team as a whole, they're on the upward trend going into the playoffs. Um, I also think that they stop what the 49ers do well, like the 49ers run on you. But when you have Aaron Donald plug in the run in the middle, then it's really difficult to run on uh, people like that. And Von Miller is a very, very smart player as well. So uh, he'll be able to cover the edge. I, I I, see the Rams winning this one. I mean, I almost see them winning it comfortably. I think they'll outcoach the Falcons. You know, Kyle Shanahan hasn't been my favorite coach this year. I still love him, but this year he's... He's not been my favorite. And I think he's feeling the effects of selling the farm to get Trey Lance. I think that's already starting to take a hold. And with Aaron Rodgers seeming still to want to leave Green Bay, imagine being able to give them all the picks that you gave up for Trey Lance. I mean, it's it's ridiculous to think. Um, but yeah, Lance won't beat the Rams. Jimmy might is how I kind of look at it. Uh, Lance is too raw to go against that experience of a defense. Um, and that good of a defense. And Jimmy's, say what you like about Jimmy Garoppolo, it's, it's not really going to be his fault if you lose a game, is how I kind of look at, is how I look at Jimmy, but it's also not his fault that you win a game either. So uh, maybe Jimmy is the guy that you want and not Trey Lance just for this week. Yeah, and the only way Trey Lance wins this game is if he pulls off some stuff like Russell Wilson magic with his legs and yeah. running around and some guy screams open down the sideline a couple of times. It would have to be getting that defense to chase him type thing, and I think they're too disciplined to let him get outside. They're just going to contain, push the middle with Donald. I think the Rams probably get an easy win, but it's a divisional game. You never know. On to the game, though, that's the last game of the weekend – and it's literally a playoff game before the playoffs. Win and get in. Win and in, baby. And I bet you we disagree on this game because I got John Madden's Raiders going to the playoffs. Chalk it up. Derek Carr is going to take it home. And the Chargers are going to do some Chargerish stuff where they're still growing and developing, and it's going to cost them in this game. That's my prediction. Win and in. Division rivalry. Who do I want? I want the most talented quarterback on that field. And Derek Carr is great, but it's Justin Herbert for me. They've got playmakers all over the place uh, in that Chargers team. And I just think sometimes talent will out. And they look like they were on a great run. The Chargers were on a great run until they lost to the Texans. They lost to the Texans because they had all of their players missing. Austin Eckler is a freak out of the backfield. He's... How do you cover that dude? What what do you do with him? Because he can run between the tackles. He can run between the number. He can also catch on the outside. And he's got that big play ability as well. Mike Williams is a freak uh, as well on the outside. And I think they've just got enough to take it home. I really, really do. And I, I hope they do. I would like to see them in the playoffs. You heard it here first. Listen to this. Double X, Max Crosby, strip sack, 
seals the game. That's how it ends. <laughs> Matt Crosby has been fantastic this season. More people need to be shouting his name for things like defensive and player. And they need to know his story. Recovering addict, really yeah. out there in the community, doing great shit. Shout out to him. But I love that dude. He's exciting as hell. But I knew we weren't going to agree on that game. As soon as I decided I was going with the Raiders, I said, no, I know Maddie's going with the Chargers. Uh, Mike, you know, you know how I feel about the Chargers. You know how I feel about Justin Herbert more, uh, more I got, importantly. <laughs> I got zero negativity against the Chargers. <laughs> I just really want to see Derek Carr and the Raiders get there after everything they've been through this season. That'd be a mad story if they managed to get through after everything that they've been through. It's an in, it's an incredible coaching job. But who's who's the coach there now? What's the I forget his teams? name, man. I I forget his name and I do him a disservice because he's an Italian like me and I keep forgetting his name. But yeah. special teams coach isn't he? But I I think he deserves the job. To, if I'm being perfectly honest, because the Raiders isn't an easy organization to come into and change. That's not who they are. So if you've got somebody in there who's doing a good enough job. Just keep the just keep hold of him. Just keep him there anyway, and then maybe just give the whole off season to buying players to make it seem better, rather than searching for coaches the entire time. Just buy players instead. I, I really I know, think he's done a good enough job to stay there at least another season. I agree, and I know that Mike Mayock wasn't isn't really the GM. Only a name. It was always John Gruden making the picks. Mike Mayock knows his shit. They might want to give him a swing at that, too. They might want to leave those two in there for a year or two with the team they have. Because, again, they're in that no-man's land like the Vikings. You sell the farm now, you've got too many middle-aged players that you don't know what to do with who aren't going to want to stay on a rebuild, right? So they're at a point now where it's almost like, do what you go for it right now. You've got a small window. Just go for it. And if it don't work, then restart the whole thing. They're just too good they're just they're just too good like that's that's the same with the vikings it's the same with the raiders it's the same with a few a few teams out there a few of those middle denver like there's a few teams like that where they're just they're too good to just blow that shit up but they're not good enough to take it all the way to the super bowl uh the vikings are also unfortunate that the vikings are also unfortunate that they've had a few really tight games and they've got the green bay packers in their division as well same way that Raiders and the Broncos are struggling because they've got the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes in their division. Now think of this. If Aaron Rodgers leaves the division and you're the Vikings, you just sell the fuck out right now. I don't care if I got to trade first round picks. I don't care if I got to overpay a couple guys and fuck my salary cap four years from now. I'm going to sell out, win the division and try to make that run. Because like I said, if you don't, if you blow it up, you're rebuilding for the next four or five years anyway if you're a team who doesn't already have a quarterback. Yeah, and if Rodgers leaves the division, then that's your time to go for it, man. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Check us out on Spotify and Apple and YouTube and all that good stuff. And keep an eye open because we're going to be going live coming up soon. We didn't pick out dates yet. MMA Underground Live with our new co-host on MMA Underground will be the electric Buddy V from Street Beef. So make sure you check that out too. All right, guys. One world, one love. Deuces. Cheerio.